Sorry. Uh, I got up super early today. I'm struggling. But we have a pretty damn good episode lined up today. Um, we got a guest today. First guest in a while. Uh, Mark from Cinema Flavor. So um, talk a little football with them and then, uh, you know, move through the, uh, the normal stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's a good episode. So, uh, look, I'm tired. I'm not going to do a whole intro today. We're just going to get to the show. So let's go. All right. Welcome to this episode of Stone Sports. Whoop, I stumbled up there. Anyway. I am Bert, and with me as always is Dubs. Say what up, Dubs. I am your host, Dubs, here with a stroke victim. Say hello, <laughs> What's going on, bro? Chilling, man. What have you been up to? Oh. Uh, sorry, I was adjusting my mic. Um, thought we were turning the lights on already. I've been dealing with this heart monitor still in the middle of my fucking dude it's crazy like real annoying i bet yeah i don't did i say this last time like you never notice how much like the middle of your chest interferes (laughs) with your life i cannot wait to get this goddamn thing off my it's not even that big it's like the size of like you know i don't know a half dollar or something when they used to still make those but i noticed that the chest thing when i was in my car crash because i like my where my seatbelt was was all fucking like sore yeah. and shit for like two weeks and i was like anywhere i move anywhere i sit it hurts <laughs> yeah right hold on i have to burp okay um yeah it's annoying as shit dude but you know other than that um straight chilling what about you Good. Went to the bar for the uh, Panthers-Texans game. That was fun. Afterwards wasn't. Had to work the next day. That was tough. Why go Uh, for a Panthers-Texans game? It was more just to go to the bar. Right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's like looking. That's like the ultimate, like, I need an excuse to go drinking. Like, I'll go watch the Panthers and the Texans. This week's Bengals-Jags. It's a little worse. Yeah, right? (laughs) <laughs> jesus christ well um we got an interview for oh, football today we do i'm super excited we've got uh mark from cinema flavor pod movie podcast he's gonna yeah. be on later to talk some football with us big ravens fan but uh before we do that why don't we uh do the oof of the week okay i want to talk about one thing before we get to the oof i guess we could kind of consider it the oof okay what's up did you see the Mario movie cast? Jesus Christ. Yeah, of course I did. It's so stupid. Like, you, What's the best one, though? Charlie. Charlie Day is fucking Luigi, bro. It's yeah, funny. only because it's that Charlie. I know, but it's going to be phenomenal. I also, I'm sending you a picture of a meme I saw today. Pretty fucking good. Is it the one but, of them with the bikes? No, it's not. Oh, okay. Um, also... Keegan-Michael Key should be Waluigi, not Toad. Am I wrong? <sighs> I don't know. I just don't feel like anyone should be anyone. Like, I just don't feel like this should it be shouldn't happening. Happen. It shouldn't happen. I agree with you on that. It should not happen. But the fact that it is, and this is the cast they have, they, like, if you're going to put Keegan-Michael Key in it, he should be Waluigi. Yeah, if he's going to be in it. 
Right. But let's, I mean, let's talk about how Chris Pratt as Mario That's is like the most ridiculous piece of casting. Like, oh my God. I'm just, they, I, I can't I, take it anymore. They also have Sebastian Maniscalco in there, who's a comedian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know He's who he is. playing their boss in it. I kind of would like to see him just be Mario because hearing Mario with his fucking like voice and delivery would be great. It'd be pretty great. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the cast. Jack Black is Bowser's all right. Yeah. Uh, I I wish Danny DeVito was in it to be Wario. Yeah. He should be Wario. (laughs) He is Wario. Look at the man. He should be Wario. I'm trying to think if there's like Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Yeah. Which I hope he laughs fine. like Seth Rogen. Yeah, me too. That'd be great. I wish they could like <laughs> squeeze name. Arnold in somehow. That'd be amazing. I mean, they're squeezing Fred Armisen in. They could squeeze Arnold. Yeah, if we could just Arnold like squeeze in. Arnold in as like Yoshi or something. I don't know. Be hilarious. But anyway, um, Fucking Yoshi. Yeah, dude. Like. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. I can do that. Though. Um. Yeah, it's the dumbest thing ever. I'm exhausted with Hollywood, dude. I need, like, indie movies to make a comeback. Also, you're going to be even more exhausted. Tiger King Part 2 this uh, next year. Oh, I'm not exhausted by that at all. I'm pumped. Oh, really? Fuck yeah. It's going to be amazing. I Just... figured you'd be exhausted by it by now. No, no, not at all. Because I only watched Tiger King once. um, And... I like watched it all in like a couple days, you know, and never touched it again. The only time I ever touched it is when we would make references to it. You know, when we were playing video games and shit, um, the goddamn bitch. Yeah. Carol Baskin. And, um, and then, uh, occasionally I'll think about that one dude in his, on his jet ski and his absurdly small life preserver. (laughs) his ginger hair i really hope he makes a comeback um but yeah i'm honestly it's not just all about, about how she killed her husband i'm pretty sure it's gonna be more about like their ongoing legal battle yeah it's gonna be like uh fucking making a murderer season two right except making a murderer season two was fucking amazing it was yeah, it was good. because like after the first season of Making a Murder, I was like, oh, I don't know, he probably did this shit, but the cops definitely did some shit. But after season two, you're like, bro, I'm not so sure this dude did this shit. <laughs> you know, like just all the sketchy. shit, yeah, all the shit just starts stacking up. That shit with like the brother-in-law who like saw the woman's car parked up by the side of the like, oh yeah, in the, like in the, off in the That's cut sketchy. and like didn't call the police, then bought the property. Yeah. Like, I don't know, bro. Like, what do you need with that, bro? Like, what's going on here, bro? I don't know. I think you want the... this property for what? Yeah, I think Brendan's older brother did that shit, bro. Yeah, me too. Sorry, oh, if you well. find, like, you know, rape and murder porn on someone's computer. Probably, you know? they're guilty of something. Yep, they, or at least they will be in the future. Yep. But let's uh, get to a more lighthearted note here and, and do the oof, and then we'll throw to this interview. Oh, it's much more lighthearted. Don't you worry about that. Okay. Danish artist pockets museum's cash and declares it conceptual art. Oh, my God. Brilliant. 
All right. He was alone. Uh, go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. Tell the story oh, okay. first, and then I'll make my comment. All right. A Danish artist who was loaned $85,000 by a museum to use in a pair of uh, pieces turned in two empty frames and titled it, Take the Money and Run. Okay. So savage, savage yeah. right there. And here's the thing. I've been having a lot of conversations with um, people that I play music with and just, you know, engage in creativity, if you will, in general with. And I'm always talking about how, like, this movement in modern art now of, like, what is art is such bullshit. Like, it's, it's so, so bullshit. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, there is a place for that conversation. But, like, more often than not, it's an excuse for a talentless asshole to be a talentless asshole and pretend to be an artist, like, masquerade. Yeah. But this is a brilliant use of that concept. Absolutely. <laughs> this guy thinks that, and he was like, no, nah, man, it's art. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, no, I bet you he actually doesn't, but he was like, yo, just check this out. Like, this is going to be so good. He fucking fleeced him, bro. Jan's Haning. What a brilliant move. Snaps. The, snaps for Jan. So he had two. They wanted him to replicate two of his former pieces called an average Danish annual income and an average Austrian annual income, which by the way, dumbass fucking art pieces. First of all, are they? it was just a picture of the money laid out like the oh, okay. fucking 70,000, 80,000, whatever the fuck laid out. Yeah, and he took yeah, a picture of it. Dumb. That's all it was. But then they're like, you, you want, we want you to recreate that. And he's like, you want me to recreate that? It's like, all right. And he fucking just gave him the blank frames with nothing in it. Bro, that's like, probably why he did it. Me too. That's why I fucking Cause he, think. Because he was too. probably like, you know, no, I'm not doing that shit. Like, I'm an artist. I'm going to do something new. And then they were like, no, DJs. And he was like, okay, bro. And then uh, the, this was the museum's quote. We are not a rich museum. We are really hoping the money will come back. <laughs> they asked the the man himself about it he said of course i will not pay it back the work is that i took the money and i will not give it back it's called <laughs> take the money and run <laughs> that's so savage i feel bad for the museum but that's still like legendary move you gave him 85 grand he's yeah right i mean that's kind of your fault yeah it is jesus christ that's crazy as fuck Big ol' oof for that museum. They're down 85 grand, and if they're taking in pieces of pocket change for fucking... I mean, not pocket change, it's a lot of money, but you know what I mean. If they're taking in artwork of money, like, I, they can't be doing well financially. No. They cannot. Oh, my oh God, they have 85 grand to give out. This oh, the is... Charlie meme? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good, right? Yeah. Pepe Sylvia. I got boxes of Pepe! <laughs> Matt, can we talk about the mail? I've been trying to talk about the mail all day. Jesus Christ. All right, so I guess we'll uh, throw it to this interview, and then we'll um, come back and do the rest of the sports. Yeah, we're going to go through uh, week three in the NFL with, uh, like I said, Mark from Cinema Flavor. We'll be going through our NFL through that segment, and we'll come back and do the rest of the show after that. All right. I think you have a new transition tone, don't you? I I do. Yeah. I'll uh, hopefully it'll get put in here in uh, in post. If it doesn't, we're sorry. Yeah. All right. Let's get it. 
All right, we are here with Mark from Cinema Flavor. Thank you for sitting down with us here today to do some NFL talk. Oh, yeah, man. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely, anytime. Um, Off the top here, Washington football team. We call them Washington Football Club. <laughs> As they should be. Just the Washington, hey, we don't have a name yet. Yeah. Yeah. And the ones they've pitched are pretty, pretty fucking dumb. Yeah, the Washington we dump sewage water on our fan base team. Yeah, yeah fucking. <laughs> them, uh, what's, uh, what's the fucking Hogwarts names or whatever? The Ra- Ravenclaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Fucking Gryffindor. But we love their quarterback, the Heineken. Um, no, he... Go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say yeah. No, I agree with you. Absolutely. Taylor Heineke, uh, he signed a beer deal, not with not with Heineken. Ended up with Bud Light. Little curveball. Wait, 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 wait. Say it one more time. He he, he signed a, a beer deal with Bud Light? Yeah. Well, this is, Bud Amer- Light. This is America, bro. I mean, he's going to sign I know, but Bud Light. Like nasty hangover. Yeah, it's disgusting. I, don't, I haven't drank that shit in so long. I bet you love that shit, Dubs. I fucking hate Heineken. No, I'm talking about Bud Light, bro. Oh, Bud, I didn't hear you at first. Bud Light, eh, I'll drink it, but I'm not a big beer guy. You know me. Yeah, fair enough. Oh. Vodka and Fireball. I, uh, I deliver that stuff, and they, they give it to us for free, and I have two 30-packs just sitting in a in a closet here. Wait, you yeah. like, you deliver Bud Light and shit? Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a truck driver for Budweiser. Oh, word, yeah. Okay. I've, got, I've got a friend who does that, but not for Budweiser. They're for, like, somebody else. I can't remember who. It seems like a chill ass yeah. job. And so we're, um, go ahead. Yeah, no, it's a cool ass job. The only thing is like toward the like on paydays and stuff, what it is they'll have like free beer that just didn't go out. And right. I'll take it home and I won't I literally just won't ever <laughs> It's just here. <laughs> yeah. I recently heard somebody say that uh I think it was um Vince Bercogliano for the New York Post or whatever said that he's never seen anyone buy Bud Light in anything other than like a thirty rack. And I was like, that's so fucking true, dude. Like, anytime I see Bud Light, it's just like this massive box. Completely true. I'm 21, so I just, whenever I get Bud Light, it's just some animals brought it to me when they came here to party. And it just ended up being left behind in my fridge. Somebody brought some cheap shit hoping to get some of your stuff. and Yeah, exactly. Like, that's not happening. <laughs> I was like, a swig of this bottle is worth more than half of that Bud Light. That's but that's anyway, cool on Taylor though to to at least sign that, at least he's getting now that sponsorship kind of money. Yeah, he was reaching out to Heineken too, and they wouldn't they wouldn't give him anything. He said they sent him a twelve pack that he never got, and so he went with Bud Light. Bud Light yeah, also requested he changed his name to Ty- Taylor Bud Lightiki from the Twitter account. Um, yeah, that's that's not happening, Chief. Yeah, not happening. Heineke, Heineken, it just rolls off way better, but good for him. Get the bag. We're all about getting the bag on Stone Sports. Next up, Chiefs. They signed Josh Gordon, reinstated. Probably a patron saint of Stone Sports. Big pot guy, Josh Gordon is. He's uh, back in the league, back with the Chiefs, and if he's got anything left, that's where they'll get it out of him. Yeah, that's, that's a good on them to at least give Josh that that uh, opportunity to play again. That is the one thing that I'm kind of concerned about is that he has been 
on and off the field for these last couple of years, you wonder if he has that same kind of that same so, kind of spark that he had when he was with Cleveland. Right. He showed a little bit of it with us, but even that was like uh, with the Patriots, excuse me. That was like five years ago, six years ago now. Like it was it was a while ago now. So if there's anything left in there, that's a big question on the table if you're gonna sign Josh Gordon to a contract. And if even given playing time. Asking me the other situation too. Uh, you figured, I mean, I, I guess you just kind of filling in for for Sammy's spot after he came to Baltimore. But uh, yeah. I'm hoping that he gets touches and he at least gets some some play time and see if he still has the uh, that good play that he always has. Yeah, he's good for a big player too. Um, next, uh, Lyle Collins tackle for the Cowboys was suspended for trying to bribe the league drug testing official. That uh, suspension was upheld. Which we got, we got to tell him, dude. We got to tell him this is the move. You drink a bunch of water and then you drink some Gatorade just to give like some color back to your piss and you're good. That's that's, that's right. How it's always been right. That's that has always been the move. You know how many, you know many you... drug tests I've taken that I've passed that way? Fucking do. Fucking do. Oh, he man. tried to get out of it by saying his uncle's funeral was that it was like the day before or whatever. Oh yeah, which did not fly. So then apparently he tried to bribe the league official, which then went to the NFL and was like, "Hey, Lyle Collins is trying to bribe me with a lot of money." <laughs> Damn, is, was he smoking or was it was it like steroids or something? Um, I don't know because you're allowed to smoke. Oh, the, okay. Yeah, he he was probably messing around with maybe some some vitamins, maybe something yeah. like that. Yeah, has like some bad substance in it. Yeah, it must be. Some but fight the milk. Um, NFLPA actually negotiated the suspension down from five games to two, and then they reinstated it back to five. So they're trying to reappeal it again. Wow. But he was out for week two and week three, and expected to be out for much longer. Yeah, yeah, I would appeal that if I was him. Just be like, you, man, you, you told me to. You can't just move it back to five. Yeah, you know once I mean? it's I'm, down from five, right? Is once it's down from five, you can't bring it back up to fucking yeah the same number. Yeah, like telling a prisoner like you, <laughs> two to five, but then you got you finished your five, but you go. We back changed your mind. You we changed your mind. That. Yeah, actually, you got ten years, chief. Enjoy. Oh Jesus Christ! I mean, you're a model prisoner. We'd hate to lose you. The whole situation's a mess. Absolutely. Um, but let's get to some fucking games. Thursday, Birdie talked about it a little bit before. Panthers Texans. Our boy (laughs) Sam Darnold saved from the hell that is the New York Jets. He's looking decent in Carolina now. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Not surprised. Not surprised. Also, DJ Moore, now that he's healthy, fucking killing it. Killing it for my fantasy team, too. Doesn't result in wins, but that's a story for a different show. Chargers, Chiefs. Oh, sorry. Panthers, 3-0. and Big advance there. 3-0. Um, hey, man. Making moves. Even without absolutely. McCaffrey right now. Let's see what they, they go in the future with that. Yeah, they lost McCaffrey in that game. Probably a few more weeks, at least. Hamstring injury acting up again. Um, next here, Chargers, Chiefs, Birdie, your boys. Stop it! The Super Chargers, <laughs> the Air Bear. I do Huge like Chargers fan. I'm not. I'm not. Just so you know, dude, I'm not. 
<laughs> he always says this. I'm not a Chargers fan. I do like Air Bear, though. He doesn't have an NFL team because he took a, what was it, a hiatus? Yeah, we'll say about like uh, 15 years off the NFL. <laughs> now I'm uh, kind of coming back, and I just I don't know where I'm going to go. I don't know where I'm going to go. He's a free agent. He's a fan free agent. All right, but look, when I was a fan, the Rams were in St. Louis. They're no longer in St. Louis. So I just feel like, you, I don't know, that's like a whole other thing, man. You know. Here's the thing, Bertie. This is what you do. Because I, I have a buddy who is in the same situation. Right. We gave him a 48-hour period to test out every single team. And then eventually he, he settled on Buffalo. You know what's crazy? I've been thinking Buffalo too, man. I've been kind of, but the thing is, I just know, I just no one circles the wagon like the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills, Bills right? But it's those fans are, are nuts. Yeah, that's what they are nuts, about. dude. Bills Mafia. They're like those people will be fucking in the parking lot, like they're crazy. Throwing as dildos shit. on the field. They're crazy as shit. <laughs> yeah. But it's not even just that. Like part of the problem is, you know, another sports uh, Mets fan, New York Rangers fan. I don't see, and we've discussed this on the podcast before. I don't think the bills are actually going to get a ring with Josh Allen. And I don't know if I need to put myself through the pain. Cause I just feel like eventually a, it's going to hit the skids again. That's a big thing with his team selection process is he's already signed up for so much pain already <laughs> is he can't add another team that could possibly bring him pain later. Yeah. He's really scared. My about heart it. will explode man with grief. So I don't know. May, I might just stick with the Rams in LA, but I'm I'm not positive yet. I'm Matt Stafford looks like a fucking MVP right now. Who's your team? Oh, are you talking to me, Birdie? Yeah. Oh, I'm Baltimore. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're fools, man. Since uh, since Ray Lewis days. Is is that why? Because Ray Lewis. Yeah, back when I was like like Murder Ray. Yeah, I was playing like playing Madden NFL and like he was a right. beast on that game. Yeah. I was watching him in real life and I was like, these guys. Are Beast, I've been sticking around since then. Yeah, okay. All right, yeah, my old roommate was a big uh, Ravens fan, so, yeah, good no, people. Hey, I don't yeah. hate the Ravens. I don't hate the Ravens as much as most Pats fans do. Yeah, I don't. I, I never had any hate for them at all. I think they're chill. It's funny. There's a lot of Pats fans I know that always try to, like, start that beef. It's like, we only see you guys in the playoffs, which That's what I know I'm saying. is important. But it's like, I always, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always felt I the same the way with the else. Yeah. Right? yeah. I hate the Steelers way more than you guys do. Like I fucking hate the Steelers. Uh, I I don't like them either. I never did. I I think it's like generally Pittsburgh sports. I have a uh like a yeah same. For. I'm not a big fan of Pittsburgh sports either. Yeah, like I just just generally across the board, I'm like, nah, fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> All right, what other games do you want to talk about, bro? Uh, well, I want we brought up the Chargers Chiefs and then oh, yes. straight. Yes, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, Herbert led the Chargers 30 to 24 past the Chiefs. Big game from him. Uh, his lowest passing yardage total of the season, still barely below 300. Huge year so far for Air Bear and a huge win. Chiefs currently sole possession of last place in the NFC or AFC West. Excuse me. Below the Raiders, Broncos, and now the Chargers. Also, Brandon Staley, the head coach for the Chargers, ballsy fucking play on fourth down. They could have kicked. There's a tie game. They could have kicked the fuck or down one. Excuse me. They could have kicked the field goal to go up, but he knew there's gonna be enough time on the clock for Patrick Mahomes to come down. So he was like, "Nah, we need to go for it and come down and score the touchdown." And they ended up doing that, and they got the win. So, props to. Yeah. 
Staley. I love that about the Chargers right now. Now that like now that Philip Rivers isn't there anymore, and like they got some new young blood in there, they're they're getting ballsy with stuff. They're not playing as conservative. I like that about the Chargers. It's fun watching them again. Yeah, for sure. And I think Staley. I was a little skeptical of the Staley hire at, at first, and I think he's going to be a really good fit there. Yeah, I mean, you make calls like that. Like that's that's solid, and and it's actually the right call. Like it is, but hundred percent. It's a gamble, plays, but it's the right yeah. call. Because if it goes, if you don't convert that, and they score from, they go from the forty yard line, come down and score a field goal, you're getting talked about. And I, I, I agree with you, but I think that's like any decision you make in that moment. Like if you make oh, either sure. decision that it goes poorly, like you're on that side of the fence. But like if you don't make the decision he made and you lose the game, I think you kick yourself a lot harder. You know yeah. what I mean? And part of being a good NFL coach is knowing when to just fucking put your balls yeah, on the table. Yeah, like I've said, calculated risk, man. Right. That's the name of the game. And that shows how much trust they have in Herbert as a second-year QB. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but next year, I wanted to actually get to your your team, the Ravens and the Lions. Did you oh, watch yep, the game? Sure. I, I don't only because I don't have the the market games or whatever. They don't they don't yep. have right here. But I was right. watching live track and uh, yeah, I was seeing there was a lot of drop passes by uh by Hollywood Brown. I think that kind of messed us up a little bit. <laughs> three dropped not only passes, three dropped touchdowns. Lamar looked really fucking good in this game. And he didn't really get a whole lot out of it. You guys got the win, but three drop touchdowns from Hollywood Brown, two on the same drive, which is just a tough look. Again, people are gonna blame Lamar because that's what they always do. But that like that that can't happen. You're supposed to no, be the number one wideout on the team. That can't happen. It can't. But I am glad to see that he's throwing. He's got a lot more comfortable. Uh, throwing the ball, moving it. He, he's still running and stuff, but there's a good balance between that and that he's putting the ball back in Hollywood Brown's hands again. I know that was a, a problem he had last year where he really wanted out because he wasn't getting his touches. And so right. we're given the opportunity. He's dropping the ball. I mean, maybe it's just a bad game. Um, I'm just hoping this isn't a pattern for him. But I think that's the key out. to your guys' offense, especially with the running backs out. You need to get Hollywood Brown involved, and you need to go to Mark Andrews just pretty consistently. And that was the formula for the Detroit game. It, it ended up working out, but it was close. You guys got saved by possibly the greatest kicker ever. Oh, yeah, JT, man. He's, he's a beast. So fucking good. Birdie, did you see that kick? Yeah, I did actually. Sixty six yards. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. I loved the extra step back he took. Yeah, he like, he like jumped into his regular motion. I mean, wouldn't he, you guys? I would. I he just stepped back and fucking wailed it. But it went, it went in for the win after a fourth and nineteen conversion from Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I was getting uh I, I feel low key kind of bad for Detroit right now, man. They're 0 and 3. They're just not looking they're not looking all that sharp right now. I love Dan Campbell too, and it's a it's a damn shame. But they've been close in games. We talked about this last week with the Packers. They looked really fucking good in the first half, and that's kind of been their formula thus far. Look really good in the first half, and then they just don't have enough to compete in the second half. Yeah, I mean, it just, it's after a while, you just go, look, all we got to do is just put pressure on Jared Goff, and the rest kind of just plays out for itself. Right. And Especially so, when your running backs are your best targets. Yeah, that's true, man. There's only so many 
because your backfield before eventually you're gonna have people there ready to tackle you for no gains. Right. Uh, I had a couple Justin Tucker stats here. I wanted to read. Go for it. He's now made 50 straight field goals in the fourth quarter or overtime. Of those 50, 21 have been from 40-plus yards, 7 from 50-plus yards, and 1 from 66. He's never missed a kick in the final minute of regulation, 16 for 16. That's fucking amazing. Yeah, there's something about the fact that we have just, like, Sam Koch has been with us for, God, 900 years. JT is is as consistent, even though he's been around here for, like, 10 years. It's like, Mm -hmm. we, we know something about getting good kickers. The one time I seen him when I they played the 49ers back in like 2015, uh he missed a really bad like kick, like his foot fell into the field and everything. So the one time I get to see him live he fucks up. <laughs> Consistently, yeah. No, it's a beast. I'm so glad that we have a guy on our team like that. The Pats were like that forever too. You just have a kicker and a punter for like 10 years and you never have to worry about that shit. It's great. It's so great. But yeah, Dustin Tucker, one of the best to do it. Next up, Niners Packers. Oh boy. That was uh that was a game. At least the an end of a game, for sure. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember because I um because I had Kittle on my side and uh what it is like I'm watching this going, fuck man, I need like at least twenty more points in fantasy to win. I didn't oh, want yeah. to speak one out, yeah. but yeah, I really needed Kittle in that situation. I was on the phone with, uh, or not on the phone, on PlayStation with our buddy Meech, and he he needed the opposite. He needed Kittle to suck, and it's he was just melting down for that whole fucking game. But Devontae Adams got knocked out on a scary-looking hit, no flag. His soul left his body. His eyes rolled back in his head. It reminded Yeesh. me of the perfect hit on Antonio Brown years ago but he came back into the game he went into the tent for like a minute and came back out definitely concussed they definitely just let him go back out into the game but he caught two big passes on the game-winning drive uh, leading to the mason crosby field goal which gave the packers the win uh both teams now two and one and possibility we see them in playoffs both teams possibly but i think arizona's got the west wrapped up and the Rams are probably going to be a wild card. It could be, yeah, definitely. I, I think um, I'm hoping to see the Packers just do that. Maybe that'll keep A-Rod from wanting to leave. It looked like he was just kind of done with that situation, but if the Packers start winning and he could get into good spirits, who knows? Maybe another long contract will be signed. Yeah. I mean, I was just watching, like, the end of that game. Like, I honestly, I just felt bad for the 49ers. Like, that was, like, all I came away with. Like, I was like, God, that feels bad, man. You, you know? Uh, you're from, or where you live in San Francisco, right? Uh, No, I, I live in a town called Stockton, which is about two okay. hours from uh from the Bay Area. Stockton, motherfucker. Yeah. Diaz fame. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. See, I ran into him a couple times over here. That's awesome. Um, But do people there, do they, are they done with Garoppolo? They want Trey Lance. Yeah, no, that there's a, a big outcry for for him to come back and, and come play already. I think they're kind of getting tired of Jimmy and this, the big contract that he signed over there. And <clears throat> I think I, I think the other thing that's just kind of offsetting it right now is just the fact that the Giants are are winning, and that's just like that's keeping people distracted. But for the people who are like football fans, yeah, they definitely are 
or wanting Trey Lance to come uh, come and play. Fair. I would too. Uh, we actually have our rookie quarterback starting. Perfect transition to Patriots Saints, our last game here. Um, Big Mac Jones, baby. Love Mac Jones. Big Mac Jones guy. Horrible fucking game. A lot of it wasn't his fault. He had no time to throw. Uh, the interception that went off the hands of Johnny Smith. You need to catch that ball. You catch that ball in fucking like little league football, whatever you want to call it, pee wee football. Horrible, horrible. Off his hands, he rolled with it off his feet, and then the cornerback picked it up and just jogged into the end zone. And we are dead after that, just dead in the water. But horrible game. We've got Tom Brady coming home next week to beat the living piss out of us. I don't think it's going to be a good game at all. I was hyping myself up for it at the start of the season, and I'm I'm scared right now. Is that going to be a um, primetime game at all? Do you guys get Sunday night or Sunday a, night? Sunday night. Yeah, I figured that's going to be a, a big one for you, for you guys. Yeah, um, I hope to see like Matt Jones able to get the offense going and at least keep it close to Tampa Bay. You would hope for that at least. They need to let the leash off of him. I was I've been saying this on the show. It just seems like they won't let him do much they just throw drag routes and screens which i mean it's crucial in the new england offense i get it but like throw a post or two throw a streak we saw it a little bit this week with the saints but i hope we see more of it going forward he knows his shit too i mean i I was reading something about how he was teaching cam most of the stuff when they were still in camp together yeah max he's amazing he knows he's football iq is crazy high which is mainly why belichick drafted him he likes oh, yeah. guys that you can teach and just do your job. It's the Patriot way. Just do what you're supposed to do and everything will click. Yeah, you just let Bill just make those decisions as far as like people coming to play and you let everything else right out. Yep, we'll be just fine. We'll be just fine. But this week, probably going to be a tough look for us. Um, Yeah, that's... That... That will wrap it up for the games <laughs> I watched. I will go through real quick, give scores, record for the other games. Uh, Bills, 43-21. They beat Washington, 2-1 and one for them, 1-2 and two for Washington. Titans, 25. Colts, 16. Colts fall to 0-3. Titans advance to 2-1. and one. Uh, Giants blew a lead. Falcons, 17. Giants, 14. Falcons on the rare side of benefiting from a blown lead usually they're the ones blowing it yeah but it's one the giants bad right now yeah they do they don't, both of those teams look fucking bad yeah, right now it, like philly just got blown the fuck out yesterday yeah but, uh, yeah yesterday i was like damn that's fair and philly blew out atlanta by sports rules that means atlanta's bad too <laughs> Uh, Saint, like I said, Saints beat the Patriots 28-13. Bengals 24, Steelers 10. Broncos 26, Jets 0. Just blanked. Zach Wilson having a horrible start to the season. Jets 3, Broncos to 3-0. and Rams 34, Bucks 24. Uh, Bucks fall to 2-1. and Rams advance. Uh, like I said, Matt Stafford looking like an MVP. Brady 3 for 400 yards and a loss. Uh, Eagles just touched on it, blown out by the Cowboys on Monday night last night. Was not pretty. First half was close, and it just fell apart from there. And last on the docket, Vikings-Seahawks, because apparently I wrote this one in at the bottom for some reason. 
one and two the vikings fall to seahawks go to two and one or sorry vikings one and two seahawks lose this one they're now two and one on the season seahawks 62 points in the first half this season 13 points in the second half of games this season i'm uh i'm saying because i got russell as my quarterback on fantasy right now and he's definitely giving me all points at least oh yeah <laughs> they'll get you the points especially with lockett going off at the start and metcalf will he'll come along too he had a big game this week uh but that should wrap it up for football this week from us uh mark thanks for coming on this week appreciate it uh check out cinema flavor for oh, yeah, his show you, all right anything else you want to plug go for it uh no i do have the um show i do today i have it's called the color cast yep do it at seven o'clock i um my goal this year is to hit the jackpot on DraftKings. oh absolutely yeah. that'd be great and, yeah i just i'm hoping it. i did not win at all this week everybody went kind of cold as far as uh my picks but um the last i won in a I won Thursday night, the Panthers-Texans. Oh, did you just win uh, solely on that game? Yeah, just that game. I didn't win anything else. <laughs> yeah, I got I to gotta start going for those, like, single. The only problem is that it's just because it's, it's all the same players, so it, it right. plays really tight. It is really tight. You got to – I've been noticing you got to pick, like, one of the deep depth chart guys that just gets, like, that one touchdown, like the fourth or fifth receiver. You know what I mean? Yeah, just something like that. Like, for example, like yesterday's game, like I would have definitely thought like C.D. Lamb would have went off after having all those points, and he didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had C.D. Lamb in my lineup last night. He didn't do shit. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, damn, 41 points, and he got none of that. Shit, I'd be punching air. Right. All right. Well, that will do it for us. Um, Like he said, check him out on ColorCast. He goes on an hour before the half ounce half hour at 11 Eastern. Uh, you go, you're on at 10 Pacific. Uh, yeah, so 7 o'clock, so it's uh, 10 o'clock on Eastern. Yeah, Eastern time for you guys. Yeah, I misspoke. <clears throat> All right. Well, that will do it for us. Thanks again. All right, and we're back. Okay, let's talk some baseball. Let's get into the baseball. Big baseball guy. Yeah, I know you are. So uh, what do you want to talk about specifically? Um, so Adam Duvall, uh-huh, currently current brave, right? Was a Marlin at the start of the season, was uh-huh. a brave before that. Marlins traded him back to the Braves. Just a little side note there. Um, he hit a home run the other night. The uh center fielder jumped up, tried to like rob the home run, obviously. Looked like he got it at first, did not. It was a home run, however. The guy that was on first originally for the Braves thought it, that the center fielder caught it, ran back past Duvall, who had rounded first because he knew it was a home run, and got called out. The three-run home run got erased, and it turned into a single. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Tough look. Christ, dude. But yeah. it was... I was watching a video on it today, and the top comment was, I lost out on my fantasy championship because of this play. Oh, no! Which is hilarious. Oh, That, that guy's going to remember that play. It's like the rest of his life. Oh, he's going to hunt him down. <laughs> he's going to hunt that dude down. Austin Riley. There he's going to be like, you motherfucker! Why'd you run back? Why'd you run back? 
I mean, for real though, like, why did you run back? You know? Yeah. I mean, it's a fair play. That's pretty much what the manager said, Snicker, who I like more and more the more I hear about him, the Braves manager. Right. Um. Yeah, they asked him about the play afterwards, and he was like, I mean, we got to be alert in those situations. We can't can't cost themselves on the base paths like that. And they asked him if it was, like, a stupid rule, and he was like, no, it's a fine rule. He's got no problem with the rule. Yeah, it's not the <laughs> rule's fault. It's that idiot's fault. <laughs> this is example number five million why I couldn't be a coach. No, I right. I'd be like, no, that's fucking bullshit. I'd be like, I'd be like, all right, bud. So, uh, yeah, you fucked up, and uh, you won't be playing for um, I don't know, at least a week. Yeah, the GM's like, I paid him this much. I was like, I don't care how much you paid him. Yeah, you pay me to figure out who plays, and that guy fucked up, and he's not playing. Yeah, are you in the <laughs> business of playing people to be stupid as shit? Because that's what he's being. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's that's exhausting. Yeah. The Braves. <laughs> the Braves. The Braves. The Braves. <laughs> uh, uh, more Braves news. Okay. Braves Marlins. Jazz Chisholm for the Marlins. Uh, he was coming around to score after... I don't know if he hit the home run or if somebody else hit the home run, but as he was coming to the plate, he did like a Euro step in basketball. You know what that is? Yes. Yeah, he did a Euro step to the plate and like shimmied. Okay. And, uh, so next time he comes up to bat, same pitcher on the mound. He strikes him out. Pitcher does a euro step off the mound and shimmies at him. <laughs> Savage move. See, I, and they went back and forth with each other on Twitter after. It was funny. I love Big that fan. this is kind of like up coming up in baseball. Me too, dude. This is fun. This is yeah. Safe like, it's like what the game needs. It's like a little chirping. And they got the Jazz Chisholm, the Marlins player that did it first. He messaged the pitcher on Twitter and was like, love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you love to see that. I mean, it will only make the game more fun to watch. Absolutely. This, also fun to watch. uh, Sorry, I said the Braves. Got the Braves on the brain. Yeah. The Rays. The Rays and the Jays. Rhymes. Oh, my God, Birdie. I'm just rhyming over here. Yeah, look at you. The Rays and the Jays. Kevin Kiermeyer. he uh, got a ball thrown at him, intentionally hit by the Blue Jays, after he stole their pitching management chart. They have, like, a strategy chart that the catcher keeps to, like, how they're going to pitch each batter. Yeah, right. So Kiermeyer came around. He scored. It was a play. Or he did not score. He was dead to rights at home, actually. <laughs> But he's like tried to slide through the catcher's legs, you know what I mean? Yeah. And when he did that, the catcher, the uh, sheet of paper fell yeah. out of his wristband. The ump was like going over the play or whatever, calls him out. Kiermaier sitting there. It's the end of the inning. Blue Jays go off, and then he realizes that the guy's card is right there, and he picks it up, throws it in his pocket, walks over to the Rays. Um, dugout and just hands it to one of the coaches and the coach pockets it and they just went about their business (laughs) just straight stole their fucking shit that's a well he didn't i mean he returned it no no he oh the rays player took it back to his i misunderstood what you said i oh my god i thought you said he handed it to the jays dugout 
No, 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 no. See, that's Rays. the tricky part because you're saying Rays and Jays, and it's kind of hard yeah. to understand you. Holy shit. Yeah. So he stole their shit, and then they, like, asked him about it and afterwards, and he was like, no, I don't know. I, I don't know what it was. But yeah, I'm not going right. to get back once I find out what it is. Bullshit. <laughs> that's kind of fucked up, bro. Right? That's kind of like bit. that's kind of I mean, like is, cheating. Like, yeah, I would too. Probably, you're keeping it on your person. It's not like the other teams. I don't know, like bro. I'm just saying, like, thing, if you, you know if, what I mean? yeah, but like, let's think about it. Like, if it was football, for instance, and you picked up like the other mm-hmm. team's plays, you know, yeah, and, like the quarterbacks thing fell out. Yeah, like I don't know. I feel like I feel like that's I don't know. That's like I don't know I if don't it fell know, out man. and it's right there. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of. <sighs> I don't know about that. Fair it's, game on that. I mean, but that's like saying if a boxer's Again, cup it's not falls like he off, you can it. kick him in the nuts. You know what I mean? Like, we well, can't kick in boxing. Anyway. I know, but like that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't think it's. I really don't think it's uh, on the level. I'm not saying I blame him. I would probably do the same shit. I think most people would. I understand. I'm just saying the it's J- probably not Jays on the level. Fans would be upset, and the Jays themselves. I understand hitting them the next day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's a fair cop. <laughs> I saw John Boy. He's like doing a little breakdown of it on YouTube. But the Kiermaier never looks at it. He picks it up, doesn't look at it, hands it to the coach. The coach never looks at it. He puts it right in his pocket. So he knew exactly what it was. Yep. Because if he didn't, he would have looked at it. Yep. That is, yep, that's so fucking true. That's so true. Yeah, that's what that like I said on YouTube. Yeah, but yeah, great point. Definitely knew. Definitely stole it. Gray area of uh, it's okay or not. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's so gray, but <laughs> that's just me. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, let's do some basketball. We want to do a little mid show break first. Sure. Yeah, we could do that. I got two little quickies. Okay. First of all, Dog the Bounty Hunter. Did you see? Yes. He's Um, on it. Oh, my God. I also saw today that, like, her parents are, like, getting a restraining order against him or something. Or, like, called, like, the cops on him or something. (laughs) On on Dog? Yeah. (laughs) I didn't see that. That's too fucking horrible. I mean, I highly doubt the dude has any real skills. He's a TV bounty hunter. I heard a thing today he was talking about it and he's like i just wanted to go knock on the door you know they know me every night (laughs) pluto tv (laughs) (laughs) he's like i just want to let them know that you know dogs here it's me they know me everyone knows me oh my god it's just like the (laughs) that's ridiculous he he seemed okay i was like wow dogs kind of like He's all right right now. Like he looks like half a mess, but he's yeah, he's leveling not out. being a complete idiot. Yeah, like ninety seconds of the interview, and then that happened, and I was like, oh my god, he's knocking on the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Every night, Pluto TV. <laughs> if I had a soundboard, that would be on it. I just loved that line. <laughs> they know me. Every night, Pluto TV. Jesus Christ. 
That's ridiculous. And they said it, it's like we'll find him even if he goes down to Mexico. You know, dogs got connections in Mexico. Oh God, he's still referring to himself in the third person. The only person allowed to do that is The Rock. Can you smell? Oh yeah, The Rock is going back to the back, bro. Have I ever shown you that video? Oh yeah, we've talked about it plenty. We've okay. seen it. I posted it with one of the episodes. Okay, all right. Finally, Lee. <laughs> My favorite part is where he just goes. Oh, it's so good. I was drunk the other night talking to some big biker guy about Randy Savage at the Panthers Texans. Oh yeah. But yeah, it's like, you know, uh, I lived a street away from where he crashed his car and died. (laughs) Okay, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't even know how he came up, but he, I was like, oh, yeah, I fucking love Randy Savage. He's like, you know, died right down the street from me. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Let's take about 15% off of there, <laughs> Squirrely Dan. He kind of looked like Squirrely Dan. <laughs> uh, uh, but the other thing. Yeah. The other thing, world's largest chimichanga. Oh, my God. Which, whenever I hear chimichangas, I think of Fat Mac with a garbage bag full of them and patties. Dude, I used to work at this Tex-Mex place, and we used to eat chimichangas, like, all fucking day. On the daily. I mean, that (laughs) shit is so fucking fire, man. It's so good. But uh, this Arizona restaurant, it's like a family-run restaurant. They've been in business, like, 70-something years or something. Uh Uh-huh. They cooked a 25-foot chimichanga. Jesus Christ. The, they went to Guinness with it, and they were... They, Guinness. They... Is, are you consulting nope, the notes? Nope, nope. Nothing in there about chimichangas. That's got to be the record, boys. <laughs> 25-footer. That's that's a huge. I mean, it's the size of a pretty decent boat. Yeah, <laughs> it is actually. You're right. <laughs> I mean, I just the amount of shitting you would do if you ate even like five feet of chimichanga. Five hundred pounds of shredded chicken, two hundred fifty pounds of refried beans, two hundred fifty pounds of rice, and multiple gallons of salsa. What do you think the uh, over under? All right, over under the amount of people it would take to eat that. Uh, Fifteen. It took twenty five people to make it, so I think it's probably gonna take. I would say I think, like twenty I think every, people to eat it. I think. Well, uh, all right, eighteen normal sized people in one. Or, well, like, 16. And then, like, three or four just fucking fat asses. Nah, bro. It's gotta, it's gotta be, like, way more than that. I'm thinking about it. Like, my house that I'm in right now is probably about 25 feet tall. Like, there's yeah. there's just no Yeah, but I was way. breaking it out into, like, a foot long. Like, foot long subs. 
but I guess chimichangas are a whole lot heavier than a sub. Yeah, man, because you got the beans, you got the fucking right. chicken, you got all that shit, you know. I'm gonna I would say it would probably take like twenty five people to eat that fucking thing. Yeah. It's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. I don't you know what I just thought about? Huh. The dishes. Oh god, no. Who would have had to do the dishes? Who has shit? to clean the bathroom? Oh god, that's the worst job. That's what I'm saying. Like everybody just like explosively hey. shitting. Speaking of shitting, I have to take a shit. So uh we'll be right back. Is this a first? It is a is first. This the first Stone Sports Mid Show shit break. It is. I'm gonna take a shit. We'll you be... might need to debut a second little like music. That's sounds. I'm definitely going to. Um we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, we're back. Let's talk where were we? Basketball? Um, yes, yeah. we're I think in basketball. We're about to get into basketball. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Um, NBA officially putting a stop to avert foul drawing plays. So what that fucking, you know, up yeah. fake jump into the fucking body, get three free throw. That shit's gonna be no mas. Wow. Your home, no mas. Your life has no moss. <laughs> uh, underrated Sunny episode, one of the best. Oh, it's so good. My vision board has Danica Patrick in a dune buggy. Uh, <laughs> I love after she says that, she goes, oh, I'm really good at this. I'm really good at this. <laughs> I still got this. I still got this. It's so funny. Uh, yeah, I mean, Dramos. <laughs> you know, it's uh, I don't think it'll be the worst thing that's ever happened to that sport. Not at all. James Harden's gonna get six less free throws per game. Yeah, right. A couple other names too. Um, next on the docket, pretty much our fuck you of the week. Ben Simmons declines the 76ers uh, players' offer to meet in L.A. Uh-oh. Players came out to try to talk to him, try to defuse the situation a little bit. Ben Simmons said, nope, this bomb's going off, boys. We are out. The Sixers team, no mas. Ben Simmons <laughs> in Philly, no mas. Yeah. I mean... I, I think it's a dick move to not even, like, talk to them. Like, yeah. Still, they've been your teammates for, like, some of them fucking the whole time, you know? Yeah, that's true. Uh, that is true. But you at least hear him out. Even if your decision is made up and you're not going to stay, I feel like you should at least hear him out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. But I, I don't know. I could also see it being like they may have already gone over this a couple times and he's just like, nah, like I told you already, motherfucker. Like it's done. You know? <laughs> yeah. So who knows? But Ben Simmons is queuing money, made me do it. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, fucking a. Uh, next up, Andrew Wiggins, not allowed to play in Warriors home games until he complies with San Francisco's new vaccination mandates. Mm, won't comply. Mm. No sir. Seems to be a lot of that going around. Uh, I'm not gonna go there. We're not getting. We won't get political. 
Would you? Yeah, I won't. Just say it. Would you view it if you were an NBA player and they told you that and like you already had your mind made up? Would you view it as days off or would you be like, "Fuck, I got to do this"? That I couldn't. Already... I, I couldn't play unless I complied. Yeah. Only at home games. You still play on the road. I mean. You're still getting your contract either way. Here's the thing for me is it's like, I feel like I would feel bad because you're letting your teammates down at that point. Yeah. So I don't know if I could have that sort of attitude about it. I also think I'm the wrong person to ask because I just think everyone should comply anyway. Yeah. But, you know, like that's just my opinion. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I think I would probably be like, I got to do this. Fair enough. You know. I probably would too, but I just wanted to see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, bring up the other side of you. It just came to my mind. I'm high. Yeah, of course. No, I, that makes sense. I just plead the fifth. I disagree. So, with the other side of things, but that's just my opinion, man. As the dude would say. Um, any other basketball stuff, or you want to? Uh, now we can move into. The hookies. The hockey. Little bits of, of hookies. And we'll once wrap again, up we have to talk about Jack <clears throat> fucking Eichel. Because Buffalo is such a shit show. Shit show. We just have to keep talking about it. And it's uh, getting obnoxious, but okay. Um, so he was Great stri- rappers, though. Yeah. Yeah. For real, for real. So he was uh, stripped of the captaincy, which I'm sure to him is like, I don't give a fuck. But, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, if I was him, I wouldn't give a fuck. So it's like giving the senior detention on his last day. Right. Exactly. It's so stupid. Uh, I don't know. I think we God talked about trucks. this. We talked about this off the air, but apparently the word on the street is that. And I knew that Jack Eichel wanted to get a surgery that. uh was not the typical surgery that players get in that, in his situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most of the time they get a surgery and I don't remember the specifics, but they get a specific surgery that doesn't allow them to have like full mobility in their neck. Um, but yeah, then there's another surgery that they could do that would allow them to have full mobility in their neck, but there's no NHL -er that's ever gotten it. And really continued career. And I actually don't think there's many that have gotten it at all. Um, I don't, I'm not, I, I, I was a little fuzzy on whether or not someone had actually got it before. If nobody had gotten it before, but regardless, it kind of brings up an interesting debate of like, you know, I saw two camps on Twitter, basically one camp saying it's it's you know his body and his right to decide what surgery he gets which is the side i'm on but then there's this other camp that's like no he's an asset to the team and they get to decide what he gets it's like i don't know, bro like let's pump the brakes on that you know you're talking about right. a uh 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 some sort of foot surgery or something like that okay we're talking about fucking like vertebrae here you know what I mean? Like, right. It's we're talking about his fucking spine, shit. bro. Like, 
you need to pump the brakes on that and think about what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like this is this dude's fine. He has a right to decide how he's going to have it treated or not. Apparently Buffalo just won't play ball with him because of that. And that's why the surgery hasn't gotten done. After reading heavily about that a few nights ago, I just, I mean, there's no other word for it. I'm really just appalled at the Buffalo organization's behavior. It's, it's ridiculous and it's unacceptable. Appalled is strong verbiage. It is, but I mean, it really is like the way I feel about it to have a guy who's literally put his body on the line quite literally and then not have his back in that situation. You know what I mean? I just feel like that's wrong. You know, regardless if you're like, well, the team doctor said he should get this surgery. Okay, that's fine. But he's not like, it's his body. It's his fucking neck, bro. Right. You know, let him fucking get the surgery. It's just... Well, let him get out of Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's this thing where like, owners be like, well, I've invested this much money into a player. It's like, yeah, bro, but we all know that's a drop in the bucket for you. So shut the fuck up and stop acting like you're so fucking poor and you have no goddamn money. Like, you own more than one fucking sports team. Shut the fuck up. You know? So. Right. Anyway. Um, Malkinod surgery. Did he He's now? Expect- he is. He's expected to be back for the start of the season. He might miss a couple weeks. I'm sure he'll be all right. Malkin is like the Iron Man. Right. I love him. Um, 30 of 32 NHL stadiums to be at 100% capacity to start the season. I believe the exceptions are Vancouver and Montreal. That makes sense. That's good to hear. Going to be great to have fans back in the stands. It'll make the game seem a little more normal. Super pumped. Yeah. Especially for, for playoff sure. time. Yeah, Woo-hoo. exactly. It's going to be beautiful. be great. And uh, last on the docket here. Yeah. Evander Kane apparently cleared of betting on games. Okay, I'm sure that's bullshit, but whatever. I don't care about Evander Kane anymore. He's not cleared on a bunch of other shit, but... Yeah, right. Okay, fair enough. That makes sense. All right, well, um, I think that's enough from us, uh, seeing as how we have the interview to do and everything. So let's get the fuck out of here. Follow us on all the socials. That's Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Colorcast. Um, Colorcast. It's all Stone Sports Podcast. Um, like, comment, subscribe, all that stuff. And um, say goodbye. Make sure to follow dude. Cinema Flavor, too. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm Shout sh- out to them for the interview. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah. Birdie might be on there soon as well. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that shakes out, right? But um, yeah, say goodbye. Peace. Lightest.